Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Welcome, welcome back. Glad to have you here. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are. Um, today I'm going to talk about um, how do I build a connection? How do, I, how do I maintain that connection? And I'll tell you the reason that I think it's important to reflect on this is that sometimes it's not always evident. Depending on what spiritual tradition or religious tradition you're coming from, it may or may not be evident how you can get connected to the Orisha in, this, uh, in the Isheshe tradition, Isheshe Lagba tradition. So one of the things that I experienced early on in my journey was I, so I, I was very much connected to nature. I always have been. And as I started to come into this tradition and had all kinds of experiences, some great, some terrible, honestly, um, I started to, like, initially I was very connected. Like I could feel like I, I was able to feel the the spiritual energy, the connection of a particular Orisha that I might be making prayers to. and But as I went along and as I became more, um, well, actually, when I went through my first set of initiations, what I realized after that experience was I became really focused on doing it right, whatever doing it right meant at that time, right? So having the right prayer or you know, providing or offering a, a particular, you know, omi oti, water and, and gin, offering them in the right sequence, saying the right prayers, whatever it was. And through that, I began to feel less connected to the Arishas that I was initiated to. Add on top of that, the confusion, as I talked about in our last episode, the confusion of the people that were, um, that I was, that I was supposed to be training with, um, that created a lot of drama and confusion and mistrust, honestly, a lot of distrust from uh, what they said, what they told me, what I was, you know, what I was guided to do. And then I kind of find out that they're um, not legit. <laughs> and that then even caused more distance and more kind of disconnection from the shrines. Again, I don't think that this is completely unusual, um, but I do, but I want to bring it up and I am talking about it because it's something that affects a lot of people. The other part of it is that I think, you know, because this tradition is from a faraway land, from the motherland, we idealize aspects of it. We idealize what it means to be, you know, uh, what it means to be now a devotee of the tradition. And sometimes we get kind of swept up in the human part of it. Like, oh, I'm going to be uh, you know, I'm going to be a child of Oshun, so I'm going to have all this sexiness and voluptuousness and all of that. Well, I don't quite think that that's what Oshun is all about, in my opinion. Sweetness, yes, but she is a warrior as well. And so sometimes we don't see those aspects, but I digress. Uh, so 
you know, we can get caught up in all of these different aspects that actually start to remove our connection from the Orisha or remove our connection from being able to hear the, hear the, 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 the intelligence and guidance and wisdom of the, of the shrines of the Orisha that we may be initiated to, or we may be developing our relationships. So we are preparing ourselves to go through that initiation process. And so part of what I want to just share is, you know, how do I build my connection or how do I rebuild my connection to my shrines? So a couple of things I think that are important in the diaspora. Um, I've sat and I've watched my elders in Nigeria when we're going through a big ritual process, and I am in awe. You know, nobody sits around and meditates and levitates, you know, through their meditation process. They don't put earphones on and listen to, you know, calm music. None of that is happening. And yet they connect with the Orisha. They bring the Orisha energy down. They, all of that kind of stuff, right? And so, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, how come, how come I can't, you know, connect the way they're able to connect? Well, one of the reasons is, is because I didn't grow up in the tradition. There, you know, there, <laughs> it always is funny to me, we can be in the, in the middle of a, a, a ritual in, uh, in my lineage and the phone rings and people will stop and answer the phone. And I'm like, well, wait, what? That's like a complete distraction. Or they can be in the middle of a ritual and some kind of, you know, scuffle breaks out and the Babalao will continue to do his practice while the scuffle's breaking out. For us, for Americans, we're like, oh, what's going on over there? What's happening? What do I do? And we completely kind of disconnect from the, from the experience. And, or, you know, you might have, you know, a ritual process going on. There's multiple drummers going on. There's singers going on. And then there's a whole loud conversation happening to your left. So... Go, goes back to how well, how do I how do I build my connection, and so I'm going to give you my thoughts from here in the diaspora here, you know, in the U.S. If you're listening here in the United States, you know where we have all kinds of distractions. You know, we're worried about our jobs, we're worried about the kids getting to school, we're worried about you know maybe taking care of our parents. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we're worried about and we're thinking about. Um, some of that does not is not. This is not the experience of folks in uh, in Nigeria, and some of it is. So, but one of the things that I believe is important is actually to just sit still, sit still, turn off, you know, everything, and breathe with or breathe in your shrine space. If you have a place where you have your shrines, or you have a place even where you're meditating. Maybe you're not initiated, but you're meditating on. You know, maybe maybe you know you're a child of Obatala. And so, you know, meditating on on that elevated spirit, the the oldest Orisha in the pantheon of Orishas, the king of the white cloth, so king of consciousness. Maybe you're just meditating on that, thinking about it. Or maybe you can sit and draw and and you know get connected to that creative aspect of Obatala. But I do find that sitting quietly not trying to be in the doing of ritual, but to sit in the being of connection, to sit and just stay and listen. You know, our ori, which is our inner spirit, our inner spirit seeks to communicate with us all the time. 
But we have so much clutter going on in our heads, trying to figure out how to be a devotee of this tradition that sometimes we can't hear it. Or we're worried about a bunch of other stuff and we can't hear the, we can't hear what Ori, what kind of guidance Ori is giving. Ori is our very first Orisha. It's the one we came into this body with. And so being able to hear Ori is very important. But so that's one thing is to just sit and be quiet, right? You don't have to do anything. Sometimes you can just be in your shrine space, be with your shrines, listen to your reactions, listen to the fact that you're in silence. How does that feel to you? And be able to start to shed some of the things that you may have experienced, some of the disappointment you might have experienced on your path to becoming a devotee of the Arisha Ifa tradition. Maybe you need to let go of, you know, being upset at someone who, you know, took you part way, but didn't take you all the way down the path of learning. So how do you connect? Silence is really, really helpful. Just being quiet. Once you've spent some time being quiet and reflective, and maybe again, you journal. If you need to journal to get connected, to hear your own ori. Because there is, a, there is a whole saying that if your ori does not want to listen or does not want to avail um, you to the teaching or guidance of your orisha, nothing can happen. Nothing can happen without your ori's consent. I want you to understand your ori, your inner spirit, it, it came here with you. It is your first orisha. Nothing can happen without your ori's consent. Your ori picked the orisha that has crowned your head. Nothing can happen unless your ori says, yes, O Batala, yes, you can give her guidance. Yes, you can give her wisdom. And so it's important to be able to get connected to that energy source, get connected to that voice that is your ori, so you can know your ori. Developing your competence. Once you've listened then start to develop your competence, your understanding of whatever Orisha you may be trying to communicate with. You know, listen, like sometimes when I'm doing my offerings, and I can do just simple offerings, I'm not talking about elaborate, but just simple offerings. Sometimes I just have to be quiet because I get kind of anxious. I'm like, oh, this isn't working. Or, oh, wait, what's that signature? What I just, what, you know, I just, I just cast Obi. Oh, what's that? What's that? Oh my gosh. And I can get out of my space of being connected. And again, I don't think I'm alone in this. I think that there's a lot of other people that have this experience. In fact, I know it because I hear people talking about it. But develop your competence. And the way you develop your competence to be connected is, as I said, spend some time being silent, being quiet. Secondly, be patient with yourself. This tradition is a lifelong journey. There is not a set destination there is absolutely no set destination. I can tell you that what I thought I was, you know, amazing at and what I knew, you know, eight years ago, I am, I have learned about the same topic, Ori, for example. I have learned infinitely more information about Ori that has helped me to help other people even more, but most importantly, help myself first. There are layers of learning in this tradition. You are not expected to know it overnight. You are not expected to master it overnight. 
you are encouraged to devote yourself to learning, devote yourself to uh, connecting with your Orisha, uh, devote yourself to you know, getting better, a little bit better every time you do a prayer. If you're trying to recite it in Yoruba, get a little bit better. That's what I would encourage. So consistency is the, is the most important part of this. There are Ose days, and the Ose days, and I'll talk about this uh, in coming episodes, are um, yeah, there's a four-day or five-day calendar, depending on who you speak to, where on a, in each of the particular days as it goes through the cycle, you are devoted, you have a group of Orisha that if you have those, you have those particular Orisha that you're initiated to, that's when you'll, you'll be, you know, you might be feeding them by giving them offerings, prayers, what have you, really communing and communicating with them. So it can keep, keep you consistently connected. I know the world Odu coming out of Ile Ife this year, Irosun uh, Osa, the Ifa Odu Orosun Osa, speaks about um, making sure we keep the Ose days and making sure that we're continuously uh, giving offerings, even if it's a small offering. An offering is an offering. A prayer is a prayer. It doesn't have to be elaborate. I think sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, I got to do all this elaborate stuff. No, no, it is the intention of your heart, is the intention of your your prayer, is the intention of your action that is the connecting point with your Orisha. So consistency is very important. Keeping your Ose days is very important. And again, it's not always easy. I'm speaking to you. I have you know, family, house, all kinds of things going on. And sometimes I'm just exhausted and I come to my shrines and I'm like, I feel terrible because I feel like I should be more upbeat and more, you know, have more energy, but I don't. Sometimes I just have to sit. Um, But work to do something consistently every day with whatever shrine you have, or if you have been through divination, you have been told through divination, through dafa, from either through idafa, you've been told, who your head or your guiding Orisha is, and you want to begin to build that relationship, you can do it through prayer. You can do it through small offerings. It's 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 um it's fine, um. But consistency, you know, it's like it's like think about it like a friend. If you only see your friend every five years, how strong will your friendship be? If you see your friend every five days, how strong will your friendship be? I suspect that if you see your friend every five days, your relationship with them will be much stronger than if you only saw them once every five years. That's the same deal with our Orisha and connecting to the spiritual wisdom of the Orisha Ifa tradition. It is consistency, being connected. It is, um, you know, praying. But most important, I said most important a few times, but it's very important to be patient with yourself. Patience. Suru. That's patience. Be patient with yourself. That is an aspect of developing good character, but be patient with yourself as you continue to build your connection to your shrines. If you are initiated, if you are, are um, training and developing your knowledge and wisdom, so as you prepare to be initiated, suru, be patient with yourself. Be consistent. Keep those Ose days consistently. It's very important. Um, take time to meditate, to clear your head. You know, what I mean by meditate is you can just sit quietly in front of your shrines. You don't have to have a bunch of music and fancy pants stuff. Just be quiet. Being quiet is huge. If you like to color or draw, you can do that because that helps connect us to that creative aspect and spirit inside of ourselves. 
So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Share it with a friend if you found value in it. Um, shoot me a comment, um, connection. I'd love to hear more from you. And make sure you check out our website, www.efoddestiny.com, and consider being part of our community. Odabo. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.